From DS Media Studios in Tema, Ghana, this is Two Peswas. Two Peswas is a weekly podcast where we cover a range of topics, from buzzing media headlines to music to highlights from the week. Each episode is co-hosted by myself, Peaches, and Eddie. Okay, welcome to episode six, episode siete, episode six, episode what? What did how did it say? Zex. Zex. (laughs) 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 I'm legit shocked, to be honest. Are you? Why? That I'm still at this. Six episodes later. We're getting the love, so No, we are. Listen, I don't know. We keep it's like we sound like broken clocks here, but really, like that has been so Amazing. Yes. So amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. And keep them shares coming. Exactly. <laughs> Please. And thank you. All right. So how are you feeling today, Adi? I'm feeling all right. Feeling all right. inspired. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's go. What you got okay. for us? So in the news, four students of Kumasi Academy have died from the swine flu. Mm. And apparently a further 44 have been, I think, have tested positive or something. Right. And yeah, I mean, influenza is spread through yeah, droplets, sneezing, coughing. So basically, airborne transmission. Isn't mm-hmm. it? And of course, there has to be a report about how virgin students of the school were used for juju. Somebody saying that this is, is that where this thing has. I know that there's always somebody spewing some hot garbage. So this is this is. But then this is not where I'm going. My thing is that. The blame has been put on basically almost everything from juju to evil spirits <laughs> to free H- SHS to overcrowding. <laughs> I know, like you name it, everything has, has been, it has been blamed on everything. But for me, the bigger issue in this is the state of a secondary school. Yes, I agree. I mean, I'm lucky to have gone to a school where we didn't have the problem mm, of... Eddie is a better be. <laughs> oh, no, 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 we don't miss No, it's not even she about that. She went to private international Whatever. <laughs> yeah, so we didn't have the problem of having to deal with overcrowding or bad food or even bullying. Bullying was, was strictly forbidden. Like, you could mm. not bully anybody who was younger than you. But... um I just find it very, it's, it's when you hear the stories of others. I mean, I have friends, I have family who've been to like the, your typical secondary school. And when they tell you about the, the, the things that go on there, like the overcrowding in the halls, the bad food, the toilets, the bathrooms. Mm. I have I rem- stories, man. Mm, I remember somebody telling me, I don't know whether it was my brother Seshi or somebody was telling me that when, when they first went to school, and usually it's, ob- it's obviously always the first years who, mm-hmm. who like suffer under this. When they went to school and their toilets were choked, they had to take like sticks. Yeah, and, and then go it. exactly and go and like stare or pound Every it. Every morning, yeah. And I'm like, how is that possible? How is that a conducive environment for people to study under? <laughs> Obviously, like people excel and all that, but does it really have to get to that? Is it really that 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 bad that people have to resort to this kind of things? I know the food is like horrible. I think generally food, um, everybody complains about food. Even yeah. we were complaining about our food. And people were like, oh, my, you guys are lucky. What are you mm. on? Oh, and they're complaining about, you know. So overcrowding is generally a problem. This, I think the state of our secondary schools is, is, is deplorable. People should be able to study in conducive environments. It's, it shouldn't be that, oh, yeah, it's going to make you a hard or tough person. I don't think it's think necessary. That's a lot of people's yeah, logic exactly that, to that, oh, that, you that go, it toughens you up exactly, and you builds ca- character. Exactly, you come out like and then you're like, you're a, you're, a, you're, a hard, you're a hard guy or hard girl or whatever. <laughs> and um, I just feel like, it's, it's a problem of schools admitting people they have no place for. 
if at some point as, as a nation you know that in three years time our GSS graduates are going to graduate and are going to want places to, to, to uh, want, uh, want, would want to go to SS, surely they should have planned ahead. Surely they should have forecasted that at some point, so and so number of people are going to get into secondary school. So let's plan ahead for that. But I don't think we're doing that. Do you know what? And I just want to jump in here because yeah, yeah, you said a lot of things and yeah. I don't want to forget. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first of all, somebody... For I'm going to use Achimota as a nice shout out to Motown Ooh, on this <laughs> innocent baby. Okay, so I'm going to use Achimota as an example. Right. Now, from what I understand, if I remember correctly, Achimota school was built with 500 students in mind. Right. The, when I was there, the, the student body was up to 1,500. Can you imagine? That's three okay, times. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Three mm-hmm. times the capacity was intended for. And they probably haven't expanded it. And yes, mm-hmm. so the most that they did, they had converted my house like this used to be the engineering, um, engineering building okay. or whatever. And then they converted it into a girl's house. Right. First a boy's house, then a girl's house. Okay. okay. So first of all, yes, even for us and they, they were managing. Okay. Cause when you compare Achimota living conditions, even yeah. to other boarding schools and right. even the quality of our food, we were miles ahead. Okay, yeah. And yet even, you know, from, from a, if you were to have come from, even you coming from SOS, if you had come to mm-hmm. stay at, you'd have been like, yo, I, 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 I can't need to leave. This, yeah. I can't deal with this. You see. So one, we, we, even us, we were overcrowded. Mm. One, I stepped into the kit, the pantry once mm. going to, and I was like, if Horrified. I ever step in here again, mm. I'll never eat until I leave this place. And again, we were known for having some of the best food Can out of imagine? all the schools. Okay. Then you have the issue of cleaning. Cause somebody brought that up when the Kumasi Academy thing mm. happened. Now, for those who might not know, there was an, it's an outbreak of swine flu. Yes. Now, initially they didn't even know what was going on. And yeah. that's a whole other thing. And so parents started panicking, took some of their kids it's home. Mm. So we don't even know if this thing is properly contained or whatever it is. Because yeah. there has been spread. no proper spread. quarantine measures mm. taken. Mm. Then they were like, the president should have gone there to you. Let me know. I'll, I'll get yeah, to that in a minute. like some of these. Mm, yeah. So, but when we came first year and you were talking about, you know, having to pound the toilets oh to my God. clean you know because they were because again the what we didn't have flowing water, water. Mm. okay so you know and so somebody raised an excellent point that we keep talking about all these things and you know hygiene and whatever mm. but the schools don't even provide you cleaning supplies or cleaning clean. materials. Right. so in the end Everything we did to clean in that whole school was done with key soap. Whoa. Do you get me? Like everything we was scrubbing, washing, uh, disinfect, everything. It was just key soap, duck soap. And that is obviously not enough. Like I was thinking to myself, it is just by God's grace that we haven't had more outbreaks in schools. Seriously. Seriously. Like when you look at the conditions and I hear some of the secondary schools, you go past by their bathrooms and it smells so bad. Because again, no water. We had to walk, I don't know, a mile down the road to a well to fetch water and bring it back the entire first year like why until the school pump started working mm. and then you know you got the water but still there weren't enough toilets considering how many students things like that so i mean you know we talk we like to do a lot of talking mm. and i'm like but what do you expect we always do so much talking after things happen. have happened like, mm. given what the conditions in the school are like it was just a matter of time, time really yeah. you know 
And these conditions aren't new. They've been like this for exactly. over, I don't know how many years. Like Ever nothing since, has changed. You know, yeah. Every school has faith. You know, they started out, we were eating beans and sausages for breakfast Look at Chimoto School. Hmm. And, you know, having little cubicles for your bed. And and now we're just piled on top of each That's other bad. like sardines. It's, it's it shouldn't a, be. Yeah. I mean, we're human beings. It really doesn't have to be that way, you yeah. know. So, and that was that was my in the news. Let's, let's be a bit more. And then also you raised the point mm. about, over. you see, overcrowding or just admitting too many students. Mm. I think um, one of the major problems is that in terms of, let's say, let's call them tier one schools, yeah. boy, as secondary schools, mm-hmm. there's so few right. that no matter how many schools pop up, pop up, everybody still wants to, to go send to their the, kids to, to the same school. 10 yeah. schools. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like there's this enormous pressure then put on the school. And if you don't admit students, then now they say, they always say Achimotans are elitist because <laughs> I'm like, look. <laughs> If why it's not a bad thing to set an academic limit. If you don't get this grade, you can't get yeah, in here. Standard, yeah. That mm. is not elite. I mean, is that elite? It's so not. Like, I mean, oh, everybody has standards. Give somewhere. people the chance to get a good no, education. Like, I mean, everybody you can't does admit that. everybody. Exactly. It's, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. So I don't know. It's a shame. But yeah, something does need. I mean, there needs to be a serious overhaul. Yeah. And of course, ever since the schools all became like government schools. Let's just be honest. That's when the, the chaos, serious dip the chaos, started yeah, happening. The chaos that's happening so right now. So I think that is it one of the churches, is a Presbyterian church or mm-hmm. one of the churches, are last I heard or recently asking to take back ownership of the of the schools. Of the schools okay. Because I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure they have the Presbyterian church can come up with more money to really make the school what it should yep. be and set their own standards, standards and exactly. whatever. And, and of have, course, and have nobody people meddling. are like, mm, because then you won't let children from public schools in and I'm like well I mean I don't if know if the school is saying they need a certain grade and you don't get the grade you shouldn't you shouldn't be able or to get in or you can't afford it anymore because they'll probably raise the school fees uh, you know just, I don't know but then if in doing so you're able to provide quality education better living standards or whatever for the students that do get in mm. is it such a bad thing I, I don't think know so. I and mean, even besides those who can't afford there are always means of getting some sort of a scholarship yes, or if they have from some, somewhere yeah. exactly some, so or that even the schools private schools now can mm. provide a little scholarship exactly. fund for I don't know how many percentage of the students yeah, yeah. so that we need to look be, at that yes mm. I, I, I something, agree something to look at okay so that was my big okay <laughs> so my in the news is something that a lot of people may or may not have heard of if you aren't you know paying close attention to what's going on in terms of the viral news stories mm-hmm. so this is about um akusia sika asawa gh and sarah gh Ooh, i have no idea who okay so <laughs> i don't know did you see a video it went viral of this girl who was jumped by a gang of girls no Okay, so <laughs> let me just tell you the story and how it unfolded in real time. So this girl, her name is Akusia Akusika. Mm-hmm. Now, the video shows her sitting in this sitting room mm-hmm. and this gang of girls, like seven girls come in and they're like, hey, who are you what are you doing mm-hmm. here? And she's like, oh, she came to visit the guy and the guy is called Asawa GH. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're like, don't you know he has a boyfriend or whatever? And then they literally start slapping her around. Oh. And the, the girl, so the Sarah now, Sarah G.H. is the is the boy's girlfriend and was like kicking her and punching her. And they're like, she should get out and whatever. And she's like, oh, why are you doing that? And so they, they were insulting her, kept, you know, as she's walking out and they'll punch her in the head kind of thing mm. and threw her out of the house. Right. Whoa. So now they're like, you know, it's 
the police should get involved, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So in the aftermath of this, I just feel like this story highlights so many of the things that are wrong with Ghana today. And yeah. it just eats me alive. <laughs> okay. So she, so the girl now, the Akusika girl, mm-hmm. later went and put a statement saying, yes, that was her in the video. Right. And um, basically the guy, she met this guy online. Mm-hmm first issue met this guy in line they were talking he said he had a girlfriend but his girlfriend was crazy he oh. wanted to leave her blah 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 and then they had been talking back and forth mm-hmm. and she's like you know um she so she said they should meet up and right. so she said she'd go to his house mm-hmm. okay now she said the reason she was over there she's like as a lady mm-hmm. it is normal to ask a guy who likes you for something oh whether it's m- money or if i'm hungry he like should how? be able to get okay. see your daddy so now oh. This girl is this 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 girl looks like she's about 17 to me okay that. so let's put that Look in at the context mindset. okay the- now Second thing, second development after that, a couple of days later, apparently the girl, Aku, went back to this guy, Asawa's house, with her mother and some brothers looking to find the guy and the girl and beat them up. Okay? So now let me get into what bothers me here. Mm. One, and we talked about this the other day, women who are male-identified, you, this Sarah G.H. or whatever it is, Your boyfriend is the one that is online DMing other girls, mm -hmm. telling them that, you know, they hate, you know, you're you're mad and he wants to leave you, blah, 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 blah. But when it comes down to... So it seems as though she found the exchanges between Between Aku Mm -hmm. and him Mm -hmm. and was like, you know... You know, I guess... I don't know if they had some sort of argument or whatever, but Mm -hmm. in all she could come up with in her mind is like, the let the girl come, come here and I'll yeah, show her. And I'll show her, yeah. It's of so again, the boy why well. are you beating up girls who are... Like, again, she said she was minding her own business online. This mm. boy is the one that came, started talking all this jazz and whatever. So what What? What are you beating like, her up for? what is for? this? Like, you look lame. You're be- you should be confronting your, your man. Yeah. And if you've done it or you can't do it, because apparently that was the guy's house. So clearly, and she's like... When she was slapping her, even during the thing, she was like, "Do you know how I've suffered with this boy?" Like, and why? I, what, what, what is what wrong with you? What point does she have going over there to beat somebody up? What? What's, what, like, what? So they. So she from? made the guy, or she took the boy's phone and was like, "I think continued the conversation with mm. the girl and mm. had her come over for the sole purpose of, of beating her." Con- oh, come no. on now. That's that's wrong. It's seventeen. S- stop being so male identified. If your boyfriend is a cheater and is DMing girls. Get your stuff and leave. And leave, yeah. There is no point coming to beat up fellow 18-year-old, 17-year-old kids when she wasn't the one that initiated in the first place, it appears. And even if that's the case, then leave. What what are you trying? You want to stay with him so that next time you beat up the next person and you just continue beating up people. And I'm sure this is just going to be a source of quarrel between them for the, the, I don't know, for for how long. And and then they'll be be over. Over, exactly. Secondly, <laughs> this undercurrent of what I call transactional sex. Yep. I don't know, and I don't, again, I don't ever want to come off, you know, what is it, middle class, upper middle class, privileged, mm. or whatever it is. But I swear, when we were JSS, SSS, I wasn't there, thinking. <laughs> there was never, and it wasn't just us, okay? There, I never knew anyone who'd be like, oh, um, a guy, you equate how much a guy likes you to what he's able to give you. To give you. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. can you be, if you're 15, 16, up until, if you're 
anyone of school going age mm. all the way up until 24 when you graduate from university mm. where is any guy supposed to, to be get getting anything, anything from? from yeah like why someone was telling me that you know the legon girls expect their boyfriends to be buying them credits Yes, for their food, hair and like everything. Is he not a student in class with you? I really don't understand. And you are 17. That boy looks about 20. So when you say that he should be able to, if he loves me, he should be able to help How? me. Is he your father? father? That's just what I keep saying. Is he your father? Do you not have parents? Is he and the point is, if your parents can't do it and you're okay with that, why, why is your you demand? Expect, yeah, for him to do it. Someone, your age mate, should be should play the role of your dad now. This is why I keep saying that people, too many women depend on men to do things for them. And they turn around and disrespect you. And that's how it's going to go. It's not right. They think girls are cheap now because... They can buy your love or buy your whatever, you know. I mean, I would much rather prefer to say that, you know, you you love him and that's why you're out here having sex with people or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Not... Because, oh, he ha- he'll give me, give me money. Something. Yeah, exactly. It's not, you know, and it goes from, I mean, it's one thing for, for you to have been doing it for some sugar daddy or whatever. Then you know that you don't, the only, re- but really people mis- your own age too, where you're supposed to be developing puppy love and mm-hmm. romantic mm-hmm. connections. And this has all become so financial, so transactional. It's, and I'm you like, know? at such a young age I was 17. This, this, I, don't or you be if watching that, cartoons if, or if something? Because when you see the girl, she's on Facebook. She, 17 max. She's probably, I mean, she, she looks very young to me. And this is the mindset of so many people. That's unfortunate. It's, it's so, very, like, I, I don't want to say majority, but I have no, a feeling like a majority like of people it's, majority. Are it's like all that. money. You have a boyfriend, he has to give you a, like a monthly stipend. And he if has he doesn't, to, then he can't then help yeah, you in then any he's, way. He's so no good. Like, he's not why? a good boyfriend. Make money yourself. That's do you have what you bring nothing to the table? Table, yeah. And the things that they usually ask for are things they probably can't afford themselves, you know? Of course. Like, so, okay. Now, the other thing is, you know, teenagers acting up online. So I went and looked on this girl's page and I'm like, Mm-mm, no. You know, first of all, one, if you're meeting people online, your first physical meetup should not be in his house. house. Come that's on, dangerous. sis. That's dangerous. Come on. My little sister would not. I mean, go and Somebody meet at the you mall. Somebody you don't know. You've he never could be seen a killer for all you know. He could exactly. be anything. You don't know him from anywhere. Do not go to people's houses. I mean, I'm not, you know me. I don't believe in blaming victims or mm. whatever it is. But nobody should be meeting strangers in their house. A yeah. non public environment. Exactly. Go to if some you, public it's not space. a yeah. If you want to meet up with people that you met online, fine. Don't don't do it in a public space. Do it in a public space. So you know who maybe he's even catfishing. So you know who you're talking exactly. to. You know? And, you know, she's literally slightly wiling out online. I'm like, okay. So her, her, where? So then it brings me to the next point. Mm. Okay. Performative outrage. Mm-hmm. This is some, a pet peeve of mine. Mm-hmm. You, the mother. So anyway, before I even get to that, my next point, Sakawa boys, mm-hmm. please. Can y'all leave these dirty Sakawa boys alone? <laughs> they apparently they're using your destiny for rituals. <laughs> oh, that's what's going to now. They're using your destiny for rituals. Apparently, they have to sleep with X number of girls for the malam, for the power, oh, or whatever it is. That's God. what they've been saying. Oh, okay, when you interview them, they oh, say they have Lord. to sleep with twenty girls a week or something, or the charms won't work or something. Sad. Please. Leave these dirty ass Sakawa boys alone. alone they can't yeah. take you anywhere. Uh-uh. They can't do anything. They'll for promise you, and you, and you end up and... in situations like this. You know what I mean? Mm. 
So this Asawa boy that she's all, you know, gotten her ass kicked over is some, some Sahawa boy. Now, imagine in the midst of this story, some other suspiciously Sakawa looking <laughs> boy also appeared and said that so the girl is his girlfriend. Oh Akusika is his girlfriend. Oh my God, and two seriously. days prior to this whole incident, he had bought her an iPhone 7, given her money and whatever it is. So he's surprised that oh she was saying that word. if she's in need and that's why she went to this other guy's house to get her ass stomped. Oh Let's God. come on. Do better than this. This is so... Ah. I don't even know what to say. That now, means. and so this brings me to my main point. Because again, these are kids. You, the mother. And the brother. <laughs> where were you when your daughter was out here on Facebook mm. talking about... I mean, everything is like F this, F that. Wow. Um, N-word this. and N-word mm, can't mm, provide mm, for mm. me. Um, come in and steal your uh, yeah, bee. Yeah, 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 yeah. All sorts of rubbish. Okay, I'm like, you some sort of really ratchet behavior mm. and just, you know, middle fingers up. Tongue. I mean, Ooh. I'm like, you have a, where are your parents? Your parents needed to have been checking all this. They needed to know that their kid was out here doing all these things, collecting mm. phones and this from various boys mm. and just doing all. You weren't there. Now that somebody has slapped your girl, you've come, hey, where is the yeah, boy? And yeah, blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. You are late. Where were you this whole They didn't time? know. We need people need to watch what their kids, kids are, are doing. doing. Because they're kids, seventeen. They're, they're still they're kids. still kids. They're yeah. not kids. That's why they need adult supervision. Because they don't. They do stupid things mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. It is for you, the parents, to know what your children are doing. Uh, where, how, if, the clothes she's wearing. If you didn't buy them, and you see, oh, that's what a lot thing. of these Who's parents do. Mm-hmm. They'll straight up tell you, ah. Your your mates are out here getting getting things. What are yeah, what you, are you doing? Yeah, you're, yeah. You're they're encouraging. Go, mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. especially some of the moms. Because you've seen the girl. She you did iPhone seven. Where did she get the money to buy? You didn't ask her anything. Mm-hmm. The clothes she's got on, you didn't buy them. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't it. have a job. Mm-hmm. But she's wearing new clothes every time out and about. All t- you didn't ask her any of these questions. You see, some of no. them. Sorry, mm-hmm. some of the time I'm sure the ma- the moms think that oh, it's going to be beneficial for me as I well. So, so I might as well. Maybe just, you she know, is the one giving her mom mm. money and whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. If that's the case, it's a bit late to now be like, "Where's the boy?" And and will and she was like, she'll rain curse it. Every woman, that. I'll show you, I'm a real IB woman. <laughs> Apparently, that. that's what she said. Look that that look if that. they don't produce themselves, the Sarah and the Asawa boy don't sh- don't uh, where from wherever emerge that's from wherever crazy. in hiding, she'll put a curse on them just and all that. You're a bit late, honey. You should have been watching your kids. So actually, what are these kids doing these days? So anyway, and then the last point is mm. people were tagging. Do you know who Pepper Them Ministries is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Pepper Them Ministries is like a feminist advocacy group, mm. yeah. or I guess feminism awareness things like that. Mm. And of course, this being Ghana, they are literally derided every second it's of so every bad. day. It's so bad. Insulted, harassed, mm. sometimes getting death threats, mm. rape threats, Whoa. everything. And suddenly, when this thing happened, people kept tagging them. Why, Pepper why, are, they them tag, why are they tagging should, them? So, oh, they tagging them so now you know they have value. Are Pepper and them Ministries police? Uh, what what should they them. come and do? Yeah, that? exactly. What, you what finish exactly? insulting them, and eh? just bitter women who can't find men. Husbands, yeah. Or is it because it's girl on girl crime? Mm-hmm. So that Pepper now is for feminism. Yep. Feminists should come and say, you leave them alone. I'm like, y'all, mm. you see, people play too much. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I think mostly it's just this. 
this trend of young women selling them their bodies for anything yeah it really upsets me and i don't know i know things are hard but like i don't know i have some value because some person's perspective is like ah the thing you will give it out anyway, so might as well. It would benefit. do enough for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, isn't that prostitution then? Just then you're a prostitute. Yeah, if your motivations are financial and it's nothing to do with an emotional connection mm-hmm. or any you're feelings hoeing, of, you're it's kind of prostitution. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and it's it's I don't it's, know. It's it's a pity, and the people are so young. They're getting younger and yes. younger as well. You know, and they'll go, they're going to grow with this mindset. Like when they. Trying to look for somebody to get married to, like when they go into university, this is the mindset that they're going and to. And you and it's not about self development. <clears throat> it's not about let me go out and figure out how to do this so that I can get the things I want. Well, it yeah, is by myself. Yeah. Let me bleach so that I'll attract the <laughs> somebody. Kind of man yeah, exactly. That will buy things for me. I mean, I don't so know. Wrong. I just. So. Wrong. So. Wrong. <sighs> I don't know. It really hurts my feelings. Mm. You know, I'm like, girls, man. Don't sell yourself so short. Yeah, anyway, yeah. so that's a yeah. good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. That's, it's unfortunate. It really is unfortunate. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a sad, sad story. And at this young age, where you should, ah, that's when the love. I know, like no cares, just joy. You hold mm-hmm. hands, and you don't. You didn't have anything. No, mm. could afford anything. So you just, just sit, and walk. Enjoy it. Yeah, like, just walk. like let's walk to the beach. It'll take you an hour and a half to walk there, <laughs> and just sit down and do popular stuff. Like iPhone ten. Hey. Otherwise, the guy is useless. <laughs> Can you hey. imagine? Okay. Hmm. So, on to song of the week, I guess. Yes. Right, so my today, my song of the week, they're going to be actually two songs once again. Mm. But I'll just keep it very short. The first song is Malo by Tiwa Savage. Whiskey and spells. And apparently, Malo means don't go. Ah. What does Robo Skeske mean? Okay, uh, yeah, but scare, 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 scare. Scare. exactly. It's very catchy. I like it. It is. I thought it meant, but I guess. And the second song is a song by Mr. Leo, and it's called Jamais Jamais. Hey. Oh, it's a beautiful. The key, Louis. <laughs> so he's, he's Cameroonian. Ah. Um, I haven't heard of him before, and I haven't heard anything else by him. But do check out Jamais Jamais by Mr. Leo. It's beautiful. Oh, you, I think you love it. Yeah, I think you love it. I love it when I get new music. I, I know. It's like my favorite part <laughs> yeah. of the show, I tell you. So those are the two. My Love by Tiwa Savage, Whiskey and Spells. And then the second one is Jamais Jamais by Mr. Leo. Wonderful. Right. <laughs> okay, so my music of the week is... I was actually inspired by your Ibrahim Farah oh, um, nice. <laughs> uh, profile last week. Right. And so my song slash album, mm-hmm. well, the first one, is uh, this band. Mm-hmm. They're called Bala et C'est Baladin. And they are actually a Guinean band that was formed in 1962. So this is like an old, like, yeah. And uh, they uh, were in the Guinean. So apparently after independence, uh, Guinea had, they formed a national symphony orchestra. But after a number of years, they, you know, (laughs) lost funding and whatever. But the members of Bala Ese Balada are all um, from the national orchestra okay. and they formed a little band mm. and um how i heard of them is actually j cole has this song called can't get enough okay. and there is a sample in there and mm. i was like mm, Good where did this sample come from and i was like mm, i know my francophone <laughs> i was like i bet this is an african <laughs> right, song right. so i did my research mm. and he sampled one of bala Ise baladan's songs and the song is called paulette and it is bomb. Oh, it is so it vibes. Right, right it is so <laughs> vibes. Okay. 
So please check it out. And their album is called Objectif Perfection. Okay. So yeah, check that out. Bala is a baladin, Paulette, mm-hmm. but listen to the whole album. And I just want to give a really quick shout out to uh, Wallasi. He's hey. having a. Yeah, Walla. <laughs> <laughs> he is having a concert on Saturday, which I'm going to. It's for his. He has a new EP. Now, a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> one of my friends was like, <laughs> she was listening, and you were like, if you don't know who Ebo Taylor is, shame oh, on you. Oh my God. And she's like, yay. So, but I'm here to continue. If you don't know who Wallasi is, shame yeah, on know, you, man. Right? Because literally, Wallasi is He's one good. of our shining stars yes, right now yes, like yes. he's here to save music man like really i mean he's good he's yes good. so i i went to i think a live show and mm. he performed and that song was called what's that song called um oh gosh oh it was called wake up wake up is that mm. anyway whatever the song was, i think it was called wake up but it was so good mm. i was like ah who is this? <laughs> and then my friend was, he was like, oh, well, I see, he's oh good. And I was like, so you people are in my lives. <laughs> and you didn't tell me that there was this guy who, I mean, the song, the live performance was so was good. good. So I went yeah. back and found, and he had a whole EP. It was called the Nuse EP. And it's brilliant. Like all the songs on there, on Looking, Possible. Mm. And since then, he's had a couple of hits. You Saw Me, Nukata, mm. um, one Life to Live, I think right. I said that, with Six Strings and Sena Dagadu. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, a lot to love there. Please go and explore his music. Listen mm-hmm. to the Nuse EP, then come and listen to the Outer Lane EP, which is his new EP that he's listen got out. Listen to the new one, I think. The like, Outer briefly, Lane. Yeah, listen yeah. to a couple of songs. Go so, check back. it out. Wallasi, get into him. If you're late to the game, never too late. <laughs> Jump on now. Full steam ahead with that train. Nice. Yeah, so that's my brilliant. little segment for this week. Brilliant, brilliant. Yes. Okay. So then we're on to what the F. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and what the, today we're talking about food related beef or so. Mm. Anyway, so on Twitter I saw somebody post up a picture of, of Wache. Wache, mm. if you don't know Wache, Wache is basically just rice and beans. And then he said, or he or she said, this is what Ghanaians eat. No wonder they're always black. Ah. Yeah. So in my mind is that what kind of a self-loathing person makes a remark like that? Like what is wrong with being with with, with being black, you know? And um, for me, it's, it's sort of like he, I mean, a lot of people like came at him that like what's wrong with you? Like what's what's the issue? And my main thing is that he seems to be having a problem with the fact that Ghanaians are black. Like I don't see that. What's the Where issue? Where is this person from? I think from from the comments I saw, he was Nigerian. <laughs> And this is actually something I've heard, like, uh, this is not the first time I've heard, like, these kind of jokes being made. Like, oh, you Ghanaians are so black. Oh, you Ghanaians are so dark. If the lights are out, you only see your teeth. Can I interrupt I don't a second? Mm. There was, I want to say last year. Mm. But anyway, okay, so on Twitter, there's, like, Ghana Twitter, Nigerian mm. Twitter, South African Twitter, right. and other huge, because Nigerian Twitter, of course, are largest... But followed by, I think, I surprisingly, was it Kenyan Twitter or okay. something? They have a huge, like, you know, just a huge Twitter presence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for some reason, got into, like, a Twitter war. So okay, it was, like, Nigerian Twitter versus that. So there was, like, a little African Twitter mm. war. And somehow, he said, all the jokes 
were about color in the end. They, like, okay, why? you people are black as charcoal. Black, what is what? So somebody was like, you've been talking about whiteness, but goodness, we've internalized the racism so much, much that yeah. we're literally insulting our fellow brothers and sisters. That's exactly how, the uh, how black they, they are. are. As like, if we're why? not all Africans sitting here. Thank you. And now I'm, I'm just saying that as an African, you're telling me that I'm like, what am I, what else am I supposed yeah. to be? And like, why is that like supposed you said, to be? You've it's really internalized thing. the hate that you literally think is a bad a thing. thing to be black now. Like, you an African. So if you don't love yourself, who is supposed gonna love to love it? you? If this was some, a comment made by Caucasian, we'd be all up and up like, oh, look at what he said. Yes, oh, you're said, racist. So, you as an African saying these kind of things? Like, I don't understand. For me, it was, it was very personal for me. Like, no, you cannot as an African come and tell me, oh, you're, bl- you're black. Yes, what? So what? And then know. the second thing is, even just put the blackness as a, how, how dare you come for watching? Exactly. Like, watch is life. Uh, watch is watch is everything. It's, it's, it's mana like, from every, the gods. Exactly. What do you mean? Don't come for watching. Don't Ever. come for people being black. It's it's not right. We we need to do better. These jokes about Ghanaians being dark. Yeah, we're dark. Yeah, so what? Yeah, we're after we're black. We're dark. And we're supposed and to be actually. What else are we supposed to? So that's my OPF hmm. this week. Was just so annoying. It Sorry. is annoying. Like, mm-mm. can we? I don't know. You know. And well, my cousin was trying to school me. Well, not yeah school me the other day and she said that we should never talk about colorism and racism in a void as though we don't know why things Mm. are the way they are Mm. so yes i understand that we've had like you know how many 200 years or how many hundreds of years of colonialism that has you know taught us some of this stuff but tell you i mean we've had also quite an opportunity to un program or deprogram deprogram yeah. or you know emancipate ourselves from mental slavery mm. and whatever we shouldn't still in 2017 be talking about you're so bad like that like that's like it's an insult like, it makes a right. person think that way that's what i don't get even like, in ghana they say things like oh she's a black beauty as though she can't be a beauty yes being black and beautiful uh, is an exception as though it's you know Interesting thing, they tell me I'm black. I mean, I, lo- I, lo- I love my skin, though. <laughs> and by the way, I don't really know if that's where they were going, but that's Obakoko plantain chip song. It started to irritate me. Is that what they're saying? Like, is not Obakoko I, like I don't know. Like, I don't know. Anyway, let me not come for y'all. R2Bs, I love y'all. But <laughs> if I find, deconstruct that song and I find out that it's hyping light skin girls, oh, I'm going to give a dedicated entire segment to oh, y'all. Let's, let's come and meet me in Tamahir. I know, right, right in this studio. Because then we'll turn around and be like, hmm. Uh, don't bleach and why are you and Nivea billboards and mm-hmm. what, what, what? Yeah, but we are doing it ourselves. Even the little things we do. I, I know even in my language, there's a thing we say look at his dirty face. Something, mm. something people say, like, or we, even how in tree, me brony is a call, and you, you be dark as exactly. hell, like, oh, me brony, exactly. What does I that know. mean? What do you mean by that? Why is that beautiful? Like, Let's stop doing that. It's not funny. Obroni is like the word used for, I guess, white person, yeah. Technically, it's supposed to mean foreigner, mm. but it's been, you know, used okay. interchangeably with Caucasian, right? For I so didn't long. even know that. Mm. Apparently, okay, a brony means. Like, a bro is corn, corn right? Yes. Mm. And apparently, they used to plant the corn on the outskirts of every town. Right. So, if you came from somewhere beyond the mm. corn, you're a bruni. I like, see. you're from beyond the cornfields, meaning you're a stranger. Mm. Oh, that's, 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 that's interesting. Yes. That's a nice one. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm like, let me today. Yeah, that's What, three lessons? Okay. Anyway, yeah. do better. Don't be like you were calling Stop people dark, charcoal, black, and stuff. Excuse me. It's not funny. It's not funny. 
shame not, shame on anyone who does that. And a lot of people do shame yeah, on you. Think yeah. think about what you're saying. Okay, my what the F today is like purely some Judgy McJudgerson stuff. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm, I think um, maybe some people heard about this, but I was obviously very late to it. It only popped up on my Facebook yesterday. I was actually going to talk about Miss Ghana Universe's na- national costume. Oh. You can go check that out for yourself and please answer the question of what the F is that supposed to be? <laughs> because I don't understand whose costume that is. Oh. That all the tribes and cultures we have in this country, she's wearing what is like. I don't know what she's wearing. I don't even know what she was, but I have to check it out. It was like an evening gown, and they were like, oh, it's not traditional enough. Mm. So they put some plastic. I don't know what. Is this supposed to be raffia? But it looks like yellow plastic, shredded plastic, (laughs) and some funny bee's nest look. Sis, don't let me come for you. But moving on, you're lucky. You got displaced by. She got displaced by a woman who is called Daljinda Kaur. She's Indian. Mm -hmm. And she had a... I think she's now the oldest mother in the world, I think. Oh, I saw this this morning. Had her first child at the age of 72. I saw it this morning. Sis. Mm, mm. I can't even call you sis. Grandma. (laughs) Granny. (laughs) Why why did you do that? I mean... (laughs) I felt like that was such a horrible thing to do. <laughs> you know, she's sitting there talking about she's always wanted a child and they were never able to have kids. And then so finally her husband um, got some land or won some court case. Irresponsible about behavior. You, I mean, isn't that the height of selfishness? It is. The height of selfishness. You're 72. Um, statistics suggest you'll be dead in the next five years. Your husband what? is 80. He'll be dead tomorrow. And then somebody else has to take care of himself. And you have this newborn baby who we don't even know if there are any, you know, health implications of you having had him. I don't know which clinic went and approved this IVF because she had to get IVF. Not only that, she had to use donor eggs. There's so many things wrong with this. Like, so my head is even hurting. And of course, the comment section, as usual, ah, the dregs of society. Mm. Is it, first of all, um, somebody was like, you see, this is... Okay, you guys are going to say... <laughs> the first light comes. Abraham and Sarah, with God, all things are possible. And look at the testimony of Abraham and Sarah in the Bible. I'm like, look, be quiet. <laughs> didn't Abraham... First of all, didn't Abraham live until he was 200? So if he had a son at 100, exactly. the kid was 100 that- when daddy died, he would be all right. All right. Okay? <laughs> he wasn't going to be five. And orphaned at five. No mom, no dad, no siblings in which to share your misery even. Mm. Just you alone. Mm-hmm. And usually, when if your parent dies, it's not your grandmother that takes you in. It's grandmother is <laughs> long dead. <laughs> Auntie is usually next, your mom's <laughs> sister. Whereas his mom's sister is probably um, dead. Image, yeah. Okay? So now this child is going to have some grown-ass nephew or niece or something. Why are you doing this? Can you, you can't even play the lady, poor lady. I mean, she looks her age. It's not like she looks young for her age. I say, listen, I'm going to say something. And I say, I say these things and people think maybe I'm mad or I'm crazy. The point is not everybody is going to have a child. And that's okay. You might want to have a child, but not everybody's going to have a child. Just, just accept it and stop trying to force things that are not there. It's not by force. It's not by fault. Just like not everybody's gonna get married, not everybody's go, not everybody's gonna have a child. Just, just deal with this. At seventy-two, why are you having a child? Like, why? And you, I've always wanted you. That's so oh, self. I'm so. That's, and, that's that's, and then the second, everybody was like, "Oh, children are a blessing." 
Children are a blessing <laughs> is the all lives matter statement when it comes to childhood. Mm. What exactly does children are a blessing mean? Because if children were really a blessing, we wouldn't have any orphanages. And we wouldn't have child slaves. Tell and me. we wouldn't have abandoned children tell on them, the street. Tell them, Fiona. Children Teachers, are a divine blessing. Please stop saying You sound, you look so stupid when you say that. You look stupid. At the end of the day, somebody else is going to take care of those, those of, of that child. Children are supposed to be a blessing, perhaps. But obviously, the way the world is, not every circumstance can cater for a child. And you know it. And they know it, too. And somebody was like, well, they have money. I was like, yes, well, does Batman look well-adjusted and happy to you? Does he? His parents were rich when he died. Does he look like he's thriving? Oh, you're killing me. <laughs> ah. Oh, no, no. This is Stop. absurd. God. I'm like, this lady out here saying she doesn't regret anything, except now that the baby is crawling, she can't keep up with him. Uh, what of you course. thought? Like, what was she thinking? What did though? you think? No, I, I, I think that's just uh, Anyway. Let, let's just... Mm. Accept your lot in life. It might be painful. It might be hard yes, or whatever. Yes, but you've got to deal with it. Like, not and everything. if you were going to do IVF, you should have done it at 45. You know, if, you, if you're 70, just say, oh, we, we would have loved Left to. have but, a child, but we didn't. And we can nurture other people's kids. That's the thing. Like, there are so many other opportunities. Even, even if you can't have it, aren't there people to adopt? Like, does it have to be your own mm. child? Is it, is mm. it that... Is it mm, ever mm, that, that serious? Mm, mm, mm. Or maybe I'm in the minority. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, tell me what you think, though. Let, let us yeah. know. Let us know. Exactly. Give us some feedback. Right. So, the two passwords. Again, I'm going to try to keep it short. Um, so, last week Sunday, I decided to turn off my phone for, I think, a majority of the day. And when I turned it back on, I had, I don't know how many messages, 47 WhatsApp messages. <laughs> I mainly went to Twitter, Instagram, you know, the usual. And I'm saying that we get so consumed by our phones. We're always holding our phones, always checking out something. We, we fear that we're missing out on something. Put your phone away. If, you're, if, you, if you wake up and the first thing you do is grab your phone. Me. Mm. I know. Th <laughs> this is me as well. Like you, need to, you need to rethink it. Our phones are consuming too much of our time. Time that we could be using to do other productive things. So let, let's 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 just have a rethink about how how we're using our phones. Check don't don't check your your Twitter or your Facebook every I don't know one hour. You go back and check and realize that mm, you really haven't missed out on mm. anything. So let let's let's put like larger breaks in in our phone. I mean, look at if you think of the days where we had landlines, nobody was mm -hmm. all the time on their phone. So let's just let's take it back a bit. You know, that's my two personal. Okay, nice and sure. Well. Hmm. So, we all know brevity is not my strong point, but <laughs> I'm trying to, my strong suit, but I'm going to try. So, my two passwords is on Ghanaian funerals. Oh, yes. And I'm sure we can, you know, in, we can use, replace Ghanaian with almost any other African country yep. and still have the same results. Now, I feel like one of the main problems with Ghanaian funerals today is that they exist in this uneasy space between the traditional and the modern. Mm -hmm. And it is just not working out on any front. Okay. Right. So back in the old days, according to my dad, we had this thing where when somebody died, because there was nothing like morgue or electricity or anything, 
the burial had to take place almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Same, similar to how Muslims, Muslims do it now. Yes, Within yes. three days, you're in the ground. And, of course, they, you would not have had the opportunity to inform everybody who would have wanted to come and mm-hmm. pay their respects and whatever. Mm-hmm. So, traditionally, a burial service is a completely different event right. from a funeral. funeral. Okay. Okay. So... When it came time, let's say three weeks down the line, the word has finally spread to this, that, that, Mm. that, and they're having the funeral. The funeral then becomes a time to celebrate the life of the person, reflect on the life they've lived. The sadness is kind of over. You Mm. did that at the burial. The person is gone now. Mm. So you just think of the good times. And that is where the music comes in, the more celebratory environment, the sort of making merry Mm -hmm. aspect Mm -hmm. comes in. Mm -hmm. is because of that vibe. Mm. Today now, because we now have electricity and morgues and traveling, everything, people do not, they say, put put them on ice, wait till all the family and friends fly in Mm -hmm. from wherever. Mm -hmm. So you'll have somebody will die and the funeral won't be for a whole month and a half. Yes. And on top of that, then they combine the burial Mm -hmm. and the funeral on the same day. So that's where you have this macabre, (sighs) disgusting scene of you have this coffin there. And people are dancing. You have a widowed uh, widowed wife, uh, children weeping for their father. Mm -hmm. And then just two rows back. Night, like a whole half like a lot club. of people are Sorry. just like waiting for the live <laughs> band to start. I went to a funeral yes. where they had a, like a play. It was a play. That was the entertainment. Mm. Yes. Funerals must have entertainment. Like why? Either there's a live band. There has to be a DJ. Or in this play, it was in the Ghana traditional mm. area. Somewhere. Mm. They actually acted out a whole play. Why is that necessary? Like, and people were like, ha, 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 ha. Because it was a comedic play. Oh people are laughing, falling so down. And I'm just like, it is disgusting. And it's this kind of mentality that a funeral is meant to entertain that has led to, I think this is like the worst thing of all. Dancing Paul Bear. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Dance it now. So if, if, you, if you can't process, you know what it means, but your brain is not processing it. Let me tell you, it is exactly what you think it is. The Paul Bearers, they put on this high, high life uh, Azonto music <laughs> and they start doing Dancing. with the, with the person's coffin on your shoulder, going down to the ground and, and, and Isn't twerking. Isn't that disrespectful though? Isn't that disrespect, the height of disrespect? I mean, what happened to a somber, solemn affair? You know, Mm. then it leads us to the next point, cost. So because you've decided that your funeral now has to be a a, a, a block party or Mm -hmm, whatever it is, mm -hmm. people are, we're talking about loans for weddings, loans for funerals. Okay. Then you also have this new, this other traditional aspect where before your Ebusian Ping is Mm. the one that's supposed to come tell you one when you can have the funeral mm. what you need to do blah 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 and now we live in a modern world where we do have nuclear families it's not before where the whole family lives in the same town in the same area where your Ebusia Peng is actually an important person in your life Mm. now you're sitting somewhere the Ebusia Peng family elder for Mm. those who don't know what I'm saying 
You've never actually laid eyes on, on him, him before. Mm. You don't know most of the elders in your family. Mm. But when your parent dies or something, suddenly they come and tell they you appear. what to do. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. come. Mm-hmm. We need to hold multiple meetings. Exactly. All these meetings must be catered for by you. Exactly. Refreshments and everything. And they come and tell you, you can't bury your father on this day mm-hmm. because we have a family funeral. Exactly. You have tell to you all the things you can and cannot do. Provide X amount of money. He has to be doing, bring 10 handkerchiefs, bring this, that, that. And you're like, okay, who are you and what's your contribution to this wedding and how why are you telling me mm-hmm. how i should bury my father as though do i know you you it's see typical. you know and it's like we again it's this intersection of the traditional and the modern and it's not sitting well mm-mm, mm-mm. it just isn't because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sorry me this whole loud music people dancing around and eating for free, i just i'm just so against it i i, I just don't like the idea it's now they have unnecessary. vip sections in the funerals i've been to some there's oh, a God. You know, area for the common floor members, and then <laughs> what is this? Like, Ghana. there's a separate oh. luncheon area and seating area, and you know, all for the VIP guests and the important people. And they have a separate food, and these ones have separate oh. food. Come on, come, it's not necessary, it's not, it's not. And then they'll tell you, you uh, so you want to bury our, our son like a dog or something. <laughs> I'm like, you said you can contribute 200 CDs to the funeral. <laughs> So can you like you're doing too much, and then they don't mm. even allow women to participate. Mm. Yes, if you're a woman, you can't really weigh in on anything. You have to keep quiet. You're not part. You're not allowed to go to the burial ground. So your own husband or father, who you are paying for the funeral, they'll tell you you can't go and uh, watch him. No, be- no, no, no. no, I think it's too we much, have to too make much. up our minds. If we're going modern route with the nuclear family and. You know, then we need to also be given agency, and you can't come now and tell me. Tell me, me what to do. What to do, you know? And I think we need to let some of these traditional stuff go anyway. Some of the stuff is just not necessary. And it's too much. Sorry. It's too much, and it's not necessary. So that's anyway. Those are that's my thought oh, on Ghanaian funerals. Yeah. Okay. Right. Oh, do you have a shout, shout out? Shout out today. I have a shout out to Ayotomi Elemide, my Ayo- very very good friend. Hope you're well. Yeah. All that good. Thank you for listening. You've been listening the whole, the entire time since we started. So I just want to say thank you. Oshé, Oshé gong. Brothers. Oshé brothers. Okay. Episode six is a wrap. Thank you so much for thank listening. Thank you. Thank um, you. Keep your suggestions coming, your feedback. We love to hear from you. Um, follow us on Twitter. All that good stuff. You'll hear it playing in the outro. Exactly. Please do it. <laughs> please, please share, like, all that, all that stuff. Thank you. All right. Till next Bye-bye. time. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed the episode and you're listening to us on any of our platforms, please give us a thumbs up. Remember to subscribe and we'd also love for you to share this episode with your friends. Let's continue the conversation. We'd like to hear your feedback. Information on how to reach us on our website can be found in the description.